Hey, welcome to the Abundant as Fuck podcast. I'm mindset and business coach, Kylie Claiborne, and I'm here to share with you weekly doses of mindset, money, and manifestation tools so you can create an abundant life and business that you love. I'm so excited you're here. Let's do this. Hey, friend. What's going on? I'm so happy you're here. I have a lot to share with you. I have a lot to say about dreams. And so buckle up because <laughs> I've got a lot to share with you about having big dreams, what it looks like to have big dreams, what it looks like to go after your big dreams, how you start to dream a little bit bigger for yourself if you feel a little lost in this area. I get it. I felt lost in this for the longest time. And so I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about why it sometimes feels selfish for us to dream bigger or for us to even dream for ourselves, like why it feels selfish, why we kind of feel conflicted about that. I'm going to ask you some really good questions to consider to help you start to dream a little bit bigger for yourself and expand a little bit more, not because where you are right now isn't amazing and right where you're supposed to be, but because you're a human and you want to grow and you want to see what you're capable of and you want to try to blow your own damn mind. And I want to support you in doing that as much as I possibly can. Okay. So today that is what we are going to dive into. I want to start out by saying that big is relative. Dreaming big is relative. Your version of big dreams might be somebody's supersized dream, might be somebody's anthill size dream, okay? What is big for you? Big is relative. So think about what is dreaming big for you. Is it that next level in your company? Is it 5K months? Is it consistent 2K months? I think for a lot of us that are going from zero to 5K in our business, the dream right now is like getting off the ground and getting our business to a sustainable place where it's consistently bringing in money, right? Where money is consistently coming in. So maybe that is your big dream right now. It's like, I just want to get to 2K months. I just want to get to 5K months. Awesome. But I just want to say that big is relative. You know, what's big to Oprah may not be big (laughs) for you. And it doesn't make it less. It doesn't make it not as important or not as impactful or not as amazing. So big is relative, okay? But I want you to think about like, yeah, what would it look like for me to have a big dream right now? And what does it bring up for me when I think about dreaming big? For the longest time, for me, I just had like medium-sized dreams. And then I feel like I kind of just stopped dreaming altogether. But like, I just kind of had medium-sized dreams for myself. I never really let myself think too big or get too you know, supersized with it. I really, and I really don't know where I got this because that wasn't really what was being modeled to me. Certainly in my, my parent, my dad would always had big dreams and always went for those big dreams. And in fact, I feel like now I've learned a lot of that from him, but I don't really know where I got this other than I can see that part of it for a lot of us to have dreams and to like, think about creating big things in our lives, it feels a little selfish, especially for women, because 
we are kind of steeped in this good girl, con- I call it good girl conditioning. Um, it's the patriarchy culture that we live in, right? It's literally in the air that we breathe. We are conditioned from a very young age to prioritize other people's feelings, to put everybody else ahead of ourselves, even like strangers, like people we, people we don't know. It's kind of crazy. And so when we start to think about ourselves. So we do that for so long, especially if you're a parent, if you're a mother, like that's probably a big thing that you've done in your life is put other people ahead of yourself, your children, your partner. And so we do that for so long that we kind of dull our own like inner voice, our own inner like expansion and dreaming. Like we kind of, we just dull that. And that's where I felt like I was for a very long time. And I felt like I was like, I just don't even know where to start with this. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to start dreaming with my for myself. And again, if this is where you are, nothing has gone wrong. I can't say that more. Like, nothing has gone wrong. You have probably just spent a lot of time prioritizing other people's needs and wants, and you're probably a big giver. You're probably serving other people, and you just probably haven't spent a lot of time in your head thinking about what you want because you get told from everybody around you that you should be thinking about other people, that it's selfish for you to think about yourself. And so starting to think about like, yeah, what do I really want? What what would it look like for me to start to think about what do I want to do in, in, in this life? What it, would it look like for me to dream bigger for myself? I think sometimes where I started with this was I started getting just a lot more curious about me and what lights me up. Like, what lights you up? What do you really, like, enjoy? And it may not be a big thing. It may be super small. But, like, start to notice what are the things that you genuinely enjoy. And then start to prioritize yourself a little more. And maybe it's in super small ways. And maybe what comes up when you start to prioritize your own wants and needs a little bit more is that people have to wait, that people get annoyed, that people get inconvenienced. Oh my goodness, right? Gasp. (gasps) Someone is inconvenienced by you prioritizing your own wants and needs. That's where I started with this. It's just like starting to get really curious about me and what it would look like for me to dream a little bigger. What do I really enjoy? What does it feel like in my body? I think it can be really, really powerful to just start to let ourselves expand and let ourselves feel that expansion, right? Whenever we start to dream big, I literally like see people expanding when they talk about their dreams with me, when they share those with me, which is such an honor to hold that space and be there with them, whether it's on a consult call or whether it's with my clients. It's such an honor to hear people's dreams and let let them share those. In fact, on particularly on consult calls, I noticed this where people, tears are shed, right? Because they've literally never given their dream a voice, maybe. They've never even like said it out loud to someone. They've just been like holding it in the pit of their stomach. And it's just kind of been burning, you know? It's kind of been this like stoking, it's just been in there, right? Brewing for them. And then when they finally say it, it just feels so good um, for them to just like give it a voice. But dreaming and starting to dream for yourself is, is about, it's, it's a muscle. 
this is, I think, one of the biggest things I've learned, particularly with manifestation principles like visualization and, you know, um, being intentional in the way that you're manifesting and like all of those things. I feel like those are just skills. And it's t- it took me a really long time to figure that out. I think dreaming is a skill. The more that you do it, the more that you are doing it, the better you're going to get at it. The more comfortable you're going to feel doing it, the more you're going to feel at ease when you do it. And and all of that, when all of that happens, the more you start. I I know because I've seen this, the more you start to call in, right? Because you're at ease in in your vision and like visualizing things. I used to feel like, like, I just can't see it. I don't know what people are talking about. Like visualize it. I can't see it in my mind. I always felt like I was just really broken when it came to manifesting and visualizations. And what I've learned is that it is just a skill. The more you do it, the better you get. The the more you're visualizing your big dreams, the better you're going to get at seeing what they look like and the more specific they will get. So I want you to think about it like when you go to the gym, you don't just go in there and pick up 50-pound dumbbells, you know? I mean, unless you're like The Rock or something, but like you don't just go in and do that, right? You start small and you grab a weight and you start to use it, right? You start to get that muscle memory going and you come the next day or the day after that and you grab the weight and you start to use it. And it's just so powerful the more you can use these concepts and the more you just see them as like not some innate gift that you either have or you don't have, which is absolutely what I used to think about people. It's like, oh, she's just good at that. I would make people out to be unicorns. (laughs) Oh yeah, she just has that talent, right? Which was just a sneaky way of my brain letting me off the hook and kind of like self-soothing me for the, the result that I didn't have or felt like I couldn't create which is all a bunch of bullshit. Like, let's be real. That's why I do mindset work, right? That's why I have um, That's why I have a coach and that's why I coach other people. Because your brain, if you're not managing it, it's going to hand you a whole bunch of BS that's not going to help you get where you want to go. So that's why having somebody in your corner is so powerful. But anyway, I, I think when I started to really use this muscle in myself, and when I say muscle, I mean like visualizing, dreaming bigger for myself, the more I started to do it, the better I got at it. So again, it's just a skill that you can learn how to do. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. I think for some of us, dreaming big feels scary. And I know it felt this way for me for a long time. It just felt scary. And it felt like, how in the world am I ever going to achieve this, right? Like, how am I ever going to make this real? So I just wouldn't do it, right? I was just like, oh, well, I'll take care of that. I'll just do what I call now failing ahead of time. I'll just fail ahead of time. So I really, you know, you end up in this like self-fulfilling prophecy because when you just decide like, oh, I'm just not going to dream and then I don't have to feel disappointed about the dreams that I don't create. (laughs) And what you end up doing is really limiting yourself. You end up really clipping your own wings. You really do. And so letting yourself dream and think about what would expand you, what would grow you, and allowing yourself to take up more space and to normalize what it feels like to have abundance and ease and trust in your body. Like that is for me dreaming big for sure. Like just normalizing 
those abundant experiences, that's a big part of me dreaming big for myself, particularly right now. The other thing that I think sometimes happens is that we get triggered by other people dreaming big. We get triggered by people that are like dreaming big things, but like also hitting those dreams, like creating those big dreams and like setting those big goals for themselves and going after it and making it happen. Like sometimes we can feel triggered by that. I know I have been that person before and I I probably am that person. And and I'm I'm totally okay with that now. I'm totally okay with triggering people. If I'm triggering you to into more expansiveness, even though it might feel uncomfortable to you, I'm okay with that because I feel like I'm triggering like the highest and best version of you that's calling you higher, that is wanting you to step into more. And I also feel like when we feel triggered, that that's our work. Like anytime I feel triggered, anytime I feel like, ooh, that is something that I would really like to create, instead of going to this place of like either making the person a unicorn or thinking thoughts like, well, I bet she doesn't have two kids at home right? Which is so sneaky. It's such a sneaky thought, but it does create this result of like just always feeling like you're never going to measure up and you just can't dream like that. That's just not the kind of person you are. And if you're going to label yourself, label yourself with labels that you want as part of your self-identity, as part of your self-concept. Be really on to the way that you're labeling yourself. Okay. Just went on a little side tangent, but <laughs> it's it's true. So when you're triggered by someone dreaming bigger and they're like, whether they're just saying it or whether they're very public about it and they're talking about it and showing up in such a bigger way, what I always think about when I feel that way, which I don't get that triggered anymore, but I used to, I definitely used to get triggered a lot more, is like, what is this pointing me toward? What is like, obviously there's something in me that feels like I can't achieve that or that I'm cut off from that exact result. Like, what is this bringing up in me? I know a lot of the time that coaches and teachers will talk about scarcity and lack as this thing that you need to get rid of. Like, it doesn't belong. There's, I've even heard people say like, it doesn't exist. And I'm like, of course, (laughs) of course it exists. Uh, Yes, it 100% exists. And it can be one of your greatest teachers. It has been for me. This is called shadow work. I'm not going to talk about a ton of it right now, but this, those of you that, you know, really are like love more of the spiritual side of this work, you know that this is called the shadow work. Building your business is diving into your own shadow work. I just want to say that right now. It is looking at all these ways that you are like all these parts of you that you've discarded, that you've like shoved in the back closet of your mind, right? And I feel like scarcity is can be such a great teacher for us if we can get out of feeling triggered and taking it personal and shift in toward like, what is here for me? What is this pointing me toward? What is this? Either I'm feeling like this is a result that isn't also available to me, which is total BS, or I don't feel capable of creating this result, also BS. What is it pointing me toward? Is it bringing up in me something that I didn't know was there, right? Like just get very curious about it. Some of the best work that I have done personally has been around my triggers and being courageous enough to look at like why I'm feeling triggered and healing it 
And now I have um, what I call a very add to cart mentality. <laughs> that's a process that a simple process that I teach my clients, but it's just a way of thinking that's so much more abundant where it's like, if I see something that I like, or I see someone out and, you know, if I see a woman out and she's got a killer handbag that I like, I'm like, Ooh, add to cart. Like, I'm just like, literally, I want that. And I'm going to add that into my mental cart. Because as soon as I cut her off from that, I've also cut myself off from that. As soon as I'm judging the way that she's showing up in the world and and her dreams and the way she's spending her money and all that kind of stuff, then I've decided that it's not for me either. And I don't want that. Personally, I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't want that. And so I love to use Anytime I feel triggered or like scarcity come up, I'm like, ooh, okay, what's this pointing me toward? So if you've been feeling triggered by other people's dreams, just ask yourself, what is it bringing up in me? Because truthfully, one of the best things you can give yourself, one of the best gifts you can give yourself is to let yourself dream bigger. Let yourself expand. Let yourself get off the sidelines of your life and stop comparing and watching others doing the things you want to do and start figuring out how those things are also available to you. Let go of the story that you're different or it won't work for you or you know, you've got a special unicorn thinking which <laughs> if you fall, feel called out by that statement, I just want you to know that I was the most specialist of special unicorns for years. So I, I get you. I, if that if that felt triggering for you to hear that, I was there for so long. And I can't tell you enough how freeing it has been and how much it's changed my business and my life to let go of thinking that what works for other people just never has worked for me. Letting that thinking go and starting to figure out how it can work, how I can create the business and the life that I want, how I can hit 5K months and beyond. Because your brain is going to be sneaky and it's going to want to protect you. It's so it's going to hand you all the doubts. It's going to tell you all the reasons why you can't and you shouldn't. And it's not because you have a jerk of a brain. It's just because that's what human brains are designed to do. Most of us walk around believing every single thought that thinks that we have. We literally just believe every thought thinking it is the truth. And thoughts aren't truths. They are your perspectives. They are a collection of your perspectives. They're mostly, I mean, the the mind is a file cabinet for the past. And what we're doing here on this podcast is I'm helping you start to design your life. I'm helping you to get out of your default thinking so you can design the life and the business that you want. So you can go from zero to 5K months in your business and blow right the hell past it because that's what I want for all of you. Know that when you dream bigger for yourself, that you'll probably feel really excited. And then what you'll notice is all the doubts come in. All of the doubts will start flooding into your brain. And for most of us, if we listen to those too long, we will get shut down. Again, because our brains are trying to keep us safe, right? It will shut us down. So instead of thinking like, oh, because there's doubts, this means it's not meant to be, or this means it's not, I'm not on the right track, I want you to expect 
there to be doubt. Expect the doubt to come. And for some of you, the doubt will be ferocious. And that's okay. Discomfort, sometimes what we think of as negative emotion, doesn't mean that you're on the wrong track. It doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong or that something's wrong with you or it's not destined or it's not aligned. Being aligned is making decisions that align with your big goal. Sometimes I think we we get confused about what really making a, alignment is. It's not like fleeting spur of the moment feelings where you're just like, uh, yeah, I just don't feel like doing that today. That is not alignment, right? Alignment is like I'm making decisions even when it do, it feels uncomfortable, but this is for moving me toward my big vision. That is alignment. But the presence of discomfort, the presence of negative emotion, I want that to be this like indicator light that, ooh, maybe I am moving in the right direction. Because there's my comfort zone, and then there's my bigger dreams, which are outside my comfort zone. And anytime I'm getting outside of that, for sure, all the doubts are going to come in, all of the disbelief, all of that stuff is going to like bubble up to the surface. And it's my job to look at it see them as just neutral thoughts, just thoughts that my brain is having because it's trying to keep me safe and continue forward. I want to leave you with a really beautiful question that you can ask yourself to tune into this even more. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with two questions. The first one is, how can I become more true to myself? Like specifically, What would it look like for you to be more true to yourself? Now, not just like, again, get specific about this. What specifically would it look like for you to be more true to yourself? And then the second one is, what would it look like for me to dream a little bit bigger? Remember, big is relative. Discomfort, it's part of it. So if we get those two big things out of the way, then what would dreaming bigger look like for you? And what would it look like for you to start taking action toward that bigger dream that you have? Let yourself expand and feel into that growth and into that expansion. You are a human and that is what we are designed to do to grow, and to evolve. And you have desires that also, with desire, has been planted the capability to make it happen. I don't believe that the universe messes with us like that. I don't believe that the universe just gives us desire for things, for businesses, for, you know, things we want to do without also planting the seed of capability. Like, I just don't think it works that way. And it's it's just... Like, if you have the desire, you also have the ability to make it happen. So what would that look like for you? Think about it and message me. I would love to hear, too. I love hearing about your dreams. I love hearing everyone's dreams. So send them my way. All right. That's what I have for you today. I love you. Mean it. See you next week, okay? Bye. Thank you so much for listening. One more thing though, before you go, if you are loving the money and the mindset and the manifestation stuff that I share with you here on the podcast, then you've got to get on my email list because I share even more there. 
And you are front row, first dibs on all of the good stuff that's going to be coming out for fall. So I've got a group coaching program, the Ambitious and Abundant Group Coaching Program to be exact, that's coming out. And I've just got some great stuff coming up and I want you to be a part of it. So the link is in the show notes to hop on my email list and I will see you next week. I'll see you in the inbox. I'll talk to you later. Bye.